Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me for another episode of the Plant-Based Superpower Mom podcast. This week, I have a friend of mine on, Sharon Krein, owner of Food Nerd, and Sharon is super passionate about nutrition, but specifically in the area of raw vegan eating, and that's why I wanted to have her on here, because a lot of people just really don't understand what it means to follow a raw diet or what some of the health benefits are. So Sharon, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thank you so much for having me. This is very exciting. I know, good. All right, so I want to start because you have a really interesting story of how the food nerd came to be, and I know you made a huge career shift to make this happen, so please tell us about it. Yeah, absolutely. So um, ever since I was younger, um, I was very aware that everybody kind of around me was was sick, and I I grew up with a lot of chronic disease in my family, um, from mental illness to autoimmune disease, and so... And, and diabetes. And so I, from a very young age, kind of always became just conscious of what I was eating. Um, but I loved to cook. And so I found myself really making things that tasted really great um, and then not feeling so great afterwards. Um, and then it was when I got into high school, I really started to kind of dive into a little bit more. And then in college, um, I went for a degree in business. But at, when I, you know, when I would come home, I would really study you know, nutrition, and I would really kind of dive into it. And that's really where I found, I really fell into, oh my goodness, we're not eating enough fruits and vegetables. And what are these properties in fruits and vegetables that are so amazing? And what what are are antioxidants? And so I really started meal prepping for myself, um, just because I wanted to live a preventative life myself. I didn't want to get these chronic diseases that everybody that I loved had. Um, And so in around college, I really got into juicing and I got into eating more raw fruits and vegetables. Um, and when I went into law school, um, that's when I really started diving more into like the gut brain communication and the science be, behind how important our food is. And I don't think, I think we all forget, like, I didn't know this, um, you know, but you know, your immunity, the most concentration of immunity cells are in your gut and serotonin is mainly produced in your gut and all of these factors that make us feel better and look better and memorize things better and just perform better. Um, so much of it comes from our food. Um, but I think as a society, we, we kind of look at food as more of a pleasure and less of a tool for nutrition. And so I started just being really nerdy with it. And I would bring bags of food with me everywhere and I'd bring juices with me. And um, I just felt so good really taking care of you know, my, my food, um, and taking care of myself. And at the times I didn't, and I just ate for convenience or I ate for taste, I would feel it right away. And I would know that my body, you know, wasn't digesting it the right way. And, um, people started asking me, what, you, what the heck is that? Like, it looked like I was carrying, you know, I'd have beet juice always and it would look like a bottle of blood and people were like, what is that? <laughs> and so I started, you know, just nerding out here and there and telling people, Oh, you know, it just really helps me, you know, before the gym, or it really helps me when I'm studying. Um, I don't hit those crashes as often. So I started meal prepping for other people. Um, and then that kind of carried on from law school and also into practice. And so people started calling me food nerd and they started calling me a food drug dealer because then what happened <laughs> is when I stopped cooking for them, they were like, okay, I can't feel that good. You know, when I felt the best when I was eating your food and what the heck was it? And all it really was, was raw fruits and vegetables, but I was just disguising it and I would just intentionally not cook a portion of the food. So at least 51% of the meals that I was making then, 
um, were not cooked. So I'd, it would be, you know, a big bowl of, you know, some cooked quinoa and a ton of lettuce and a ton of fruits and vegetables, but I would chop them up really small. So you couldn't really tell if they were cooked or not. And I would blend it all together and it would taste like something that they're used to and that they love, but I just made sure a certain percentage of those fruits and vegetables were still raw. Um, and so everybody's bodies that would try it, um, they usually try it for like a week or two and they're like, I'm sleeping better. I look better. The dark circles under my eyes are going away. Like I, I feel so good. And so, yeah, so that's kind of where, the, the term food nerd and then drug dealer. I didn't go with um, food drug dealer. I don't don't use that for your name. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't use that. But um, but yeah. So that's kind of where that started to evolve, and I and I just loved every second of it. And I would you know be at the firm practicing, and the whole day all I wanted to do was just print research, you know, nutritional research papers, and read them, and watch videos, and listen to you know to the experts in the field that were researching, and um. So one day in, in April 2017, I just decided that there was a case I was working on and I was more excited to, to read a breast cancer and, and dairy link cancer, uh, cancer paper that was um, published that day. And I was more excited to read that than I was to read my case. So I decided that day to, um, to start Food Nerd. And so I, I quit the firm and I began this journey of trying to, I call it deliciously disguised fruits and vegetables um, in a way that makes people want to eat them. So that's how now I'm here. And her food is absolutely delicious. I've had it many times. Um, but I want to jump, well, first I want to go back to something you mentioned about the gut health, because I don't think yes. that people realize the huge connection between the food oh, yeah. and like you said, our immunity, the mind, but 80% of our immune system is actually located in the gut. So if you're not nourishing your body properly, you are definitely going to be more prone to illness, this chronic disease. I mean, it, it all makes sense. And especially when we're talking about children, because it's easy to overlook the fact that children also need to be given these, these foods. We think, oh, they're active, they're skinny, they're healthy. It doesn't matter what I feed them. And that's not the case. And I know so many moms whose kids are sick all the time. And if we shift the diet, shift our mentality a little bit more towards children, that they do need to have these nourishing foods, it's really going to help prevent a lot of this illness that, that goes around. Uh, but I wanted yeah. you to explain, I wanted you mm -hmm. to explain a little bit about what exactly is a raw diet, because it's not just chopping up carrots and mm -hmm. celery and throwing them on your plate. There's a lot more to it. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I think when people hear the term raw vegan, they think very extreme and they think, you know, very limited and a very, just very tightly inclusive diet. Um, and that's really not what it is. Um, I never thought that I would be considered a raw vegan and I, and I'm not by any means like hundred percent a raw vegan in the terms of, of that's all that I eat. Um, but raw vegan really just means that you're eating the same fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds and grains, um, but you're just not cooking them um, above a certain temperature. Um, and you are just preparing them in a way that mimics food that we're used to, but you're just not heating them. And so for example, um, instead of eating, snacking on a handful of nuts. Um, instead of eating roasted nuts, we would eat raw sprouted nuts or soaked nuts or dehydrated nuts. Um, and, you know, instead of having grains, for example, that were cooked or that were um, boiled and in any type of way, we're just sprouting and soaking them and then adding them to our, to our food and eating it. So we're still eating the same exact things that a regular vegan eat. We're just not eating them in a way that 
had subjected it to either heat pressure or any type of chemical or acidity or any type of food manufacturing process that can denature any of the micronutrients. So the micronutrients are the phytochemicals, um, the minerals, the enzymes, and the vitamins. And a lot of people don't realize that those micronutrients are very, very sensitive, um, and they're sensitive to heat or pressure or acidity. And if, you, for example, they are subjected to to a heat uh, from vitamin C, is very heat sensitive. Um, and chocolate, for example, is loaded with a ton of vitamin C, but because it's so heated at such high temperature, no chocolate on the shelf that's been cooked or processed has any vitamin C left in it. And so, but if you have a raw cacao or you have something that wasn't heated, um, then you're able to keep the structural integrity of that vitamin C intact. So then when you absorb it, your body identifies it as vitamin C, it can, and it can do what it wants to do with it. Um, and so we eat the same things. We just are very intentional about the way that they're processed or cooked. So you're talking about cooking, altering these nutrients in a negative way almost because a lot of is, mm -hmm. is lost in the cooking process. But when we're talking about sprouting, it actually enhances some of these nutrients. Is that right? Yes, exactly. So um, a lot of the, um, I think when it comes to dormant seeds, so any seed is dormant um, and that's why it can sit on a shelf and we consider them nuts, um, grains, or legumes or beans. And that's those are the three kind of categories of them. And they're dormant and they can sit for decades. Um, and that's because there's an intelligence in the plant that knows unless I'm subjected to water and to sunlight and to soil, it's not time to grow yet. So the, the plant wants to ensure that its species can, can last and continue to, you know, um, to pollinate. And so basically when you begin to sprout that, the intelligence in the plant says, okay, it's time to break the barrier, the protective barrier, the phytic acids and such that are on the outside. Um, and those are become released. And then the plant starts to pre-digest and release all of those micronutrients and the macronutrients. So, it starts to grow into a plant. And so in that process, there's this incredible phenomenon that happens in the plant where it, it literally releases everything and starts to make everything much more bioavailable. So it will pre-digest the, the fats to the fatty acids and the proteins to the amino acids and um, it will grow into a full mature plant. And so what we do in modern agriculture and convention is we grow a plant and then we wait till it produces the vegetable or the end stage fruit and we just eat that um, and which is great and there's benefits to both but really being able to utilize sprouting and to be able to tap into those micronutrients uh, it's something that we should all just be adding a little bit to our diet just because they're so condensed in the micronutrients and they're very easy to make um, and so if you eat raw or if you don't eat raw just adding sprouts to your daily diet is going to add a ton of benefits. And I want to talk to about people that maybe have some digestive issues because I feel mm -hmm. like a lot of these people maybe avoid these raw fruits or vegetables or beans because they think that they don't sit well with them. But when, when we're talking about, mm -hmm. I know you know a lot more about this than I do. When you talk about, let's say the sprouting process, those enzymes are also enhanced. Um, and I know yeah. I want you to talk a little bit more about this because I remember you telling me about this. Mm -hmm. So yeah, absolutely. So so that's the thing. So when it comes to plants and when it comes to seeds, beans, and legumes, um, and so just to, I always like to kind of make a caveat to explain that the difference between legumes and, and beans versus nuts uh, versus seeds. And so when it comes to beans, legumes, they're in there, they're all, they're all technically seeds. So we can kind of categorize them all as seeds and they're all 
shelf stable seeds um, with the same intention. It's to encase all the nutrients in the DNA of a plant so it can produce more plants. And so the difference is, is what they will grow into end stage. So the, um, they can either grow into fruits or vegetables, they can grow into grasses, or they can grow into trees. So a lot of people have you know, allergic reactions to, to tree nuts and things of like that. So they're all together, they're all seeds, and they all have very similar makeups. Um, and so when it comes to processing any type of seed, um, the food manufacturers, um, what they do is they harvest them and then they usually boil and process them and get them into a can within a few hours of them being harvested. Um, and from a scientific standpoint, from a biological approach to that, that's not the best thing to do for our ability to digest those. So some people do have a hard time eating of those types of seeds because they've been roasted or processed or subjected to the heat. So the, plant, the plant's natural process of growth has never been stimulated. So the phytic acid and a lot of those protective barriers are still intact. So then when you eat it, it can cause, you know, um, disruption in your digestion. And the thing that I noticed is that before I started sprouting and just when I mean sprouting, I can explain later what that is. It's very simple. When I, before I started sprouting and germinating my own nuts and seeds and beans, um, it wasn't as easy for me to digest them. And then I started sprouting them. I was like, oh my goodness, this is completely different. And I'm way more satiated. I have way more energy and I don't have those, those cramps that I used to get or those, those, you know, almost IBS like symptoms that you would get from eating you know, these very intense, um, you know, these really rich in nutrient seeds. And so I think that just because of the way food manufacturing has really mass scaled these products, we, we have skipped a huge crucial step that nature really intended, and that was to sprout and germinate these seeds before we ate them. Um, and as, you know, science, when it comes to plants, like they know what they're doing. Uh, there's perfect, I always say nature has perfect equations. And once we start manipulating it and over-processing it, then we're really starting to break that equation. Um, and that's when it's harder for our bodies to identify it. So I always say it, it's cheaper to do it at home um, and it's better for you. And so if maybe you have a hard time digesting nuts or seeds or beans, try sprouting them, soaking them at home and letting that natural process happen um, and then if you want to cook it, then cook it yourself. And you'll notice a big difference in the way you digest it. Yeah. So if you could explain where to get started with sprouting, that would be great. Yeah. So, um, I personally am a big fan of organic seeds. I say, you know, anything that's been at least modified best possible. So organic seeds versus non-organic seeds, very similar in price because nuts and particularly legumes and seeds, um, nuts are a little more expensive, but beans, legumes, and, um, and other seeds, like chia seeds and flax seeds, they're very inexpensive. And so when you buy them at a grocery store, um, you're going to get the ratio for sprouting is anywhere from one to 10 ratio. So say you, you buy um, a seed and you, you sprout it at home, you're going to get so much more food and it's actually way more cost effective. So if you go to the store and you buy whole chia seeds um, and you can soak them and within a day or two, you're going to have a delicious pudding or dessert or breakfast or whatever it is, but they're going to increase in size. Um, and all of those chemical processes that the plant wants to, to occur is going to happen. So I would say the easiest seeds to kind of start with are, I would say, chia seeds, black seeds. Um, those are the two easiest you can find at any store um, that you can find raw form in a bag for a few bucks. And it's it's going to give you so much nutrients. So I would start with, with those two. Um, 
And then when it comes to, to beans, I would say garbanzo beans are probably the easiest and mung beans. Mung beans and garbanzo beans, super amazing for you. And they're, they're just super easy. And by what I mean by sprouting and germinating, um, there's different phases and you know, a little too complicated if you want to get into microgreens and such. But the beginning stages is you soak it overnight, whatever it is, you soak it in clean filtered water, um, and that process will begin to happen. And then you rinse it twice a day. Um, and then you rinse it until you see the little tail sprout. Um, and that could be anywhere from two days of rinsing um, up to four days. But usually it only takes about two to three days. And the difference in the bioavailability of that versus something you'd buy that was already boiled and kind of put into a can is very different. Um, and plus it's raw. So if you wanted to take, you know, a handful of raw garbanzo beans and blend them up, you can make a raw hummus, um, you can make raw burgers, you can make, you know, you can, there's so many different recipes that can, it's just a different way of handling them initially. But, uh, but yeah, it's, even if, even if you add, a sprouted meal, just one in, one a week into your diet, um, you're gonna you're gonna feel the benefit from it, just because it is just so much more bioavailable for you. You mentioned sprouted burger, and I'm like, ooh, that sounds delicious. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, oh my gosh, when I I first made a sprouted burger, and I used um, one of my favorite things to use is sprouted walnuts. So I'll take organic walnuts, and and you don't eat a lot. You, you can always like walnuts, for example. Um, I like to cook as affordable as possible, so I'll take a sunflower seed. Um, which are super amazing, a ton of amazing uh, omegas in there for you. And so I will like usually cut a recipe. So I'll take some sunflower seeds, I'll take some flax seeds and some walnuts and I'll soak them. Uh, I'll soak them overnight or I'll soak them two days in a row and then throw them in the fruit processor with a bell pepper and onion, um, some sun-dried tomatoes and some spices. And you're gonna have like the most delicious burger patty or whatever you want to do. And I I usually, my favorite thing is take a little bunch of Napa cabbage leaves and fold it up and I throw, you know, you throw some pickles on there, you can throw some cabbage and it's the fastest burger you'll ever eat in your life. And it's so delicious. <laughs> so, really so nice. yeah, there's, it's, yeah, I know it, people usually get like, oh my God, it's so, so difficult to, to eat, you know, raw foods. Um, it's just like anything else. It's just, there's a little learning curve in the beginning and mm -hmm. some people take them a couple of days to get into that learning curve. Um, some, some people it's a couple of weeks, but even if it's, you know, I always tell people, try to eat one raw meal a day, even if, you know, even if it's a raw breakfast, you want to make some, some overnight chia puddings or something, um, or a raw cereal or something of that nature where it's get one meal into your diet a day um, that is raw, then you're going to at least balance out the amount of nutrients that you're getting um, versus if you were just eating a completely cooked diet. And um, right now, and I don't know exactly how the stats are changing, but right now the average American gets about only 11% of their, of their calories in their diet uh, from a weight basis comes from raw fruits or vegetables. Um, and if you think about, you know, the way we used to eat, they used to be a, a much larger portion of that was from raw fruits and vegetables. Um, and, I, you know, I've never met anybody that can disagree with that, just eating raw fruits and vegetables. It feels right to us. You know, it sounds like, yeah, if I had a big bowl of raw fruits and vegetables versus, you know, one next to it that was cooked and you just ask anybody which one's healthier, you would just choose the one that looks <laughs> more vibrant, more full of all the nutrients. Um, and it's kind of just something we all forgot. And even though we want to eat that way, sometimes it's not convenient um, and it's expensive, which is unfortunate. Um, 
just because it can go bad fast. And so, you know, when you, I don't know, when you go to the, you go to cafes and, you know, there's a the little option for the, the fruit bowl and it's six ninety nine and you get like four bites of melon. You're like, oh, that's not really <laughs> it's worth like it. It's like always all <laughs> melon. You're like, what the heck? Yeah, it's, it's melon and then it has two grapes on top yeah. <laughs> and then half of a strawberry. And you're like, that's not worth $7. So yeah. it's, it's kind of the, the, um, the convenience factor and food processing and the way that things have just been made to us where it's not that easy unless you really make it a conscious decision to prepare for raw fruits and vegetables or pay for them expensive salads out at restaurants there's not many options to do this so it's um yeah it's just something that the the industry hasn't really made it convenient for us to do and so that's kind of one of the big reasons about food nerd is why i was like okay we have to fix this equation and clearly like our food system is broken um and we're all, you know, in the U.S., we have the luxury to not, you know, be starving. You know, most people in the U.S. have the ability and the access to food, um, which is a great place to start just for gratitude. So it's now like we have this access. We have the abilities to get this food, to grow these foods. Now let's just focus on how we can get them into our bodies in just a healthier way um, and a less of a footprint and more of an eco-friendly way as well. And so that's kind of what why I really started Food Nerd is like, I really want to make these foods that I was able to feel so amazing on, make them affordable and accessible to everybody. Um, because it's the way it should be. We should have, you know, an apple, an organic apple should not be more expensive than a bag of chips, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it is. And that's, that's what kind of what um, drives me every day is to make sure to kind of level the playing field and give vegetables a fighting chance again. <laughs> Yeah, and bring them more into the convenience world, because that's where a lot of us slip up. Mm -hmm. I mean, nowadays, we're all so busy. We have so much going on. And it is easy to just grab a bag of pretzels or grab a bag of chips. But making that, and I know that's what you're doing, and we're going to get to that, is that Mm -hmm. you, just as you said, you're bringing this, you're making it more accessible, more affordable, and, and just bringing that convenience factor. And so it's just as easy to grab this healthful snack loaded with nutrients that's good for your body as it would be to grab that other snack that's not healthy and just going to make you feel like Absolutely. crap. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely, um, that's, and it's, it's, it's crazy to see how, how fast your body responds, just adding a couple of extra raw fruits and vegetables to your diet a day, just half a cup or a cup. Um, it's crazy how good you feel because there's, there's the, the physiological, part of you know all the chemical reactions that are happening that will make you physically feel better but then there's all the emotional parts that occur that you know that you just ate something and you felt good about yourself you know I always joke like my my team like sometimes like it's I kind of try to you know we're all human and we all crave foods that are emotionally you know stimulate us and so I often tell people you know, people say, oh, I, I would eat so much healthier if I could give up this one food. And it's always like this one food that really gets them. And so I started like asking people like, okay, like, all right, so this is the food. So for example, a lot of people's ice cream, like this is the food that they wish that if they could cut this out, they know that they would feel better. And they know that they would be able to swap it out for something healthier, but they just can't. And then I would always say to them, what is the emotional connection to that food? And then usually they're like, well, and I was like, really think about it. Like, cause you know, we have our mind is very complex and then there's a lot going on in there. And so there's always reasons why we, we do something. And so, yeah, you know, when I was younger, 
after soccer games and we did really well, we would always go get ice cream. And then it would associate, okay, now who's that person that is connected to? So I always realized that there is this emotional component to food that is sometimes, and usually is more powerful than eating for health. And so that's something I really love to, to focus on. And so, because it, if we just ate for health, we would all just be walking around eating carrots all day. Like we yeah, wouldn't, you know, yeah. it, it would just, we wouldn't have, an, we wouldn't have, you know, the issues that we have around food. Um, but there's this emotional component and this enjoyment component that's so powerful. Um, and so initially, like, you know, I would just sit and listen to customers and like, you know, I know I feel so much better when I eat this, but I, I can't help it. I just want to eat this. And so we try and we really try to make it our mission to make foods that hit that emotional comfort because it just feels good and it feels right and we should be able to eat foods that we enjoy um but don't have to compromise the health and, and all the nutrient density because of that and so um so yeah it's, it's such a such an interesting thing when when you really see um because some people say yeah i had the carrots and i had the apples and i had the kale i bought the kale but it just sat in the fridge <laughs> and i didn't make it and i didn't want to eat it um and you always go for the bag of pretzels or for whatever it is that you love um and so trying to find the perfect medium between those two is really what I was like okay I have to do this because you know I I feel that it's so powerful if you're able to get the emotional and the nutrients together man and that's like that's a win-win for everybody yeah absolutely there's this huge emotional connection to food and mm -hmm. A lot of it is habit forming too. I'll ask a lot of the a lot of the clients that I work with. They'll say, "Oh my God, snacking at night is such a problem for me." And there's multiple reasons why they could have this urge. But a question I like to ask is, "Well, are you legitimately hungry, or is it just a habit that you have to sit down on the couch and grab whatever?" And most of them say, "Well, it's just a habit. It's just what I do." And I'm like, "Well, then we have to try to work through that." Make sure your body's properly mm -hmm. nourished during the day to maybe lessen that a little bit so that you're feeling more satisfied. But also we need to shift. I mean, it's so much more than just the food. And, and you brought in the emotional oh, yeah. component, which is so strong, and the mindset component. And there's so many components that really have to be tackled. So if you are putting this food mm -hmm. together that people are associated with maybe some of these emotional issues. I mean, that's huge. And that's so fantastic. So I know you're kind of like in an experimental phase. So share with us, you know, what you feel comfortable sharing, but some of these new products that you're coming yeah. out with. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the last, you know, four or five months, we just, we were making prior to this, we were a meal prep company to give a little background. So we were making healthy meals um, and we were deliciously, you know, disguising food, but it was still in a meal form. Um, and so we would make plant-based burgers and plant-based hot dogs, and we would make, you know, all these delicious foods that we love eating. Um, but a couple of different problems, it's expensive and a short life cycle. So if you didn't eat it within a couple of days, you know, it would go bad because it's raw, fresh food. Um, so a couple of months ago, we were just like, okay, we have to help people in a way that's actually going to be able to help them make these changes that they want to make in their lives. And so we wanted to take the same nutrient density of those raw meals, but then somehow translate them into a product um, that tasted like the processed foods that we're all addicted to. Um, and you know, we're all, we're chemical, it's a chemical addiction. Like I'm still a, to this day addicted to all the food that I grew up on because it was, you, you can't compare um, 
achieve it to anything like it's one of the most you know or pretzels right or anything of that um and so we're addicted to these foods now yeah and like now like once you eat that and your brain experiences that pleasure almost you're just like you compare everything to a cheese it so that carrot is never going to make you happy like a cheese it did and so we were like okay we have to somehow figure out how to make these fruits and vegetables uh, and then these sprouts which is really what we focus on um, and how do we make this into a form where people feel that they're eating that cheese that they love and so we've been um, in our test kitchen here we've just been experimenting a ton of products and so online we have a package called our, our um, taste tester box and we, customers who want to try out our products and give us feedback uh, we send out boxes of everything that we're experimenting this with that week they give us all the feedback and we get to perfect the products uh, because we realize it's not just our taste buds it's all of our customers taste buds what do they want so this week we made fruit roll-ups um we made cheese its which i told you is a big one and then <laughs> chips um it, all, all different sorts of things that are trying to maintain that balance of nutrient density but taste like all the things that we actually want to eat and so yeah so we're really excited because we're going to be launching our first like official product this um this coming up actually this coming up week so black friday so right after thanksgiving of, of 2019 we'll be launching our cereal line which is very exciting because we found that most people love love cereal and i forgot how much i love cereal because it was one of the things we ate growing up and the cereal that we ate growing up was literally it was dessert for breakfast so we got to eat cookie crisp we got to eat <laughs> yeah. you know fruity pebbles yeah fruit loops all, and all that stuff fruit loops all of those <laughs> things and it was so funny because in r&d I, I had to taste some of these cereals and i was my mind because i haven't had sugar like that in so long was blown I'm like this is the most delicious addicting thing I've ever had and you could just sit there and eat you could eat fruity pebbles probably like for 12 hours straight it's so good it hits all the, the senses your in your brain <laughs> exactly until your body is literally like I can't move please stop and and I'm like what like you know it's so powerful and so I was like well, how can we mimic that and so we just really started making all right we're gonna make a fruity pebbles that is literally made from nothing but fruits and vegetables um, and is completely raw and unprocessed and has never been subjected to heat. And so it was a big task, but we did it and we're super excited because it tastes literally just like Fruit Loops and Free Pebbles, but it's just through raw fruits and vegetables. Um, and I, I'm really proud of that because I feel like now we can showcase how amazing nature is again. So it's nothing special that we're doing per se. Like we have our methodology that we do, but all we're doing is allowing the methodology that we use to enhance and put nature back onto our plates and like you know we all forgot how delicious dates are and and purple cabbage like purple cabbage is in, in our cereal and people would never know that but purple cabbage is so incredible for you and what to me one of the most beautiful plants ever if you look at it that color that vibrant violet that's in there um is absolutely incredible and loaded with phytochemicals and um, we use bananas and we use amazing algaes and we use sprouts um wild blueberries we use things that are expensive um if you were just to go buy them but are absolutely amazing for you and they taste delicious and we're just putting it into this form that you can call fruity pebbles or you can call whatever it is you know fruit loops and enjoy it so i'm really excited and i personally have ever since we started making them that's all i've been eating because I feel so comforted now by it because it brought me back to my childhood. And so 
Um, and I feel absolutely amazing from it because it's literally a raw bowl of fruits and vegetables. Um, and so, so yeah, so that's what we've been working on and we're really excited to launch it. It's called Cereal. So Cereal, fruits oh, and vegetables nice. in your diet. Yeah, so it's, it's really fun. Um, and, you know, what we're really trying to do is make nutrients affordable and accessible and available to everybody. Um, and supplementation, as we know, is, is very expensive and oftentimes not bioavailable or not useful to us and not everybody can afford to go buy expensive supplements. So we wanted to make, you know, basically food that was untouched nutrient density wise, um, make that affordable to everybody. So you can feel good that you're getting minerals and vitamins, uh, but in a whole food form. And I know that you know so much about getting whole food, you know, your minerals and vitamins and your enzymes from whole foods versus supplementation. And so um, this product is really like, a, it's a win, win, win. It, it, we win because it tastes good and, it, and it, we get the nutrients, but also the planet wins because it's plant-based and, um, and it's sustainable. And there's so many different aspects of, of why it's a really great product. And so we're really proud of it. Um, but we really want people's feedback. We want they, you know, people love it and it, it, it really cures that emotional imbalance that they have with, with eating healthy. Then we would love to know that because then we know we're on the right track and, and we're, we're actually helping people in a meaningful way. Cause we don't want to just make another food product. There's thousands of products out there, but we want to make something that really is, you know, disrupting the way that we get healthy foods into our body. So, um, so yeah, so I would love to, to get any, any feedback from anybody if they, if they have it. And if people want a certain type of food that they love, that's what we do. So if there's something that you're addicted to and you're like, oh, this, I just want to eat this food, even though I know it's horrible for me, um, call us or shoot us a text or email and we'll make it and we'll send it to you. And that's what we did. That's just why we're here. So it's really exciting. So where do people go? Because you mentioned that box, you've been sending people to mm -hmm. taste test things. So is that right on your website? Yep. Yep. Foodnerdinc.com. Um, we have two boxes on there. We have our, our breakfast box, which is our cereals and our sprouted home cereals. And then we also have um, our tester box. And so you can go online um, and it's free shipping and we'll ship it right to you. And it's only a couple bucks, couple bucks per, per snack, which is really amazing knowing that it's raw fruits and vegetables. And that's our goal too, is to really keep the prices down so that this isn't a luxury product. Um, unfortunately, most healthier versions of snacks, you can only, only find, find them in the organic aisles or at a, you know, a gourmet kind of mom and pop co-op or at a Whole Foods and it's expensive. Um, yeah. And not everybody can afford that. So we're really trying to make these really affordable. And yeah. so we're really excited that per our cereal, for example, um, are under a dollar per serving, which is pretty wow. amazing. So you're getting a big bowl of fruits and vegetables for under a dollar. So yeah. that's something that we're going to keep striving to do. Yeah. And I'm just laughing a little bit because <laughs> when I, uh, when I pick my son up from school or when I picked him up, I don't know, whatever, I pick him up every day, but there was a mom standing next to me a few, a few months ago and she has a, a little, I think he was like one and a half or two. And he was eating this bag of snacks and it was, you know, one of the healthier organic snacks. It was a substitute for cheese puffs, but made with like chickpeas and other mm -hmm. things. Yeah. The hippies. So, yes, yep. yes. So it's, but I'm laughing because she was telling another mom about them and she's like, like, yeah, they're like $500, $500 a bag, but he likes them. So I buy them. And, and then the kid drops them on the ground. They're all over the ground. And she's like, oh, there goes my $500. But I'm just laughing because it is like, you get this tiny little bag. There's like five puffs in there and it is, it's like $5.99. Mm -hmm. Like it's insane. 
It's very expensive. Yeah. And that's the unfortunate thing. And even though they're a better alternative than a Cheez-It, for example, or a cheese puff or a bag of a fried, you know, um, potato chips or something, it's still not a way to really help everybody in the market. It only helps a small amount of people. And, um, and they're also a little bit better ingredients, but they're not the best ingredients that are out there. And so that's why we're taking the best ingredients and making them affordable to everybody. Um, and that's like my personal goal is to keep making sure we can keep dropping the prices. And the, and the more that we're able to really get the feedback from people and see that people really want this, we can keep working on getting the prices down. And so I, my goal would be to comparable, you know, I want to be the same price point as a bag of Doritos. You know, I want to be able to be on a shelf and be a dollar. Um, and that's, and we're really close to that, which is really exciting because and everybody can afford that, you know, those healthier versions. Um, but the, the amazing thing about our products is that because they're raw and they're unprocessed, and by that they've never been heated or, you know, subjected to any type of uh, roasting or anything like that, um, it's equivalent to raw fruits or vegetables, which is, which is amazing. So it's uh, it's super exciting. So I would love, I would love, um, yeah, and I can't wait to get you some of our new products to try them um and so you can give us your your son can give us the feedback because he's going to yes. be the, the true taste tester on them um but yeah it's 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 super awesome and i and i i wish that um i wish that we weren't you know the only companies that are trying to really talk about the raw but i understand why now being a food manufacturer i understand it's expensive um you know to handle raw fruits and vegetables but you know, that's why someone has to do it because if we just keep the only things that are out there are what food manufacturers are making and they're making things that are cheap and shelf stable and that's their main priority and it's not nutrient integrity, then we're going to keep getting these products that are convenient and cheap but have no nutrients in them. And so we have to, you know, I think as food manufacturers, like we have to be the ones to actually give customers a product that has integrity in it and that they actually want um, because otherwise everywhere we go you know we're on a road trip and there's only going to be these cheap you know you know processed versions of foods and uh, everybody deserves better nutrients um, and so that's what we're doing <laughs> I know I love it and I love how yeah. a lot of the things you're making are shelf stable because mm -hmm. I know a lot of people are trying to get away from all those fillers and things in food that they see in the ingredient yeah. list. So it's awesome that, you know, just you're putting, you're taking the best of everything and, and putting it together. Mm -hmm. And it's just yeah. it's so awesome what you're doing. Yeah. And that's the other thing is that um, the ingredients, um, we are so used to now all these awesome alternative products come out, but um, to stay cheap and to not, you know, kind of, be made wholly of fruits and vegetables, there's a bunch of additives and there's a bunch of flavorings and colorings. And um, that's one of the things that I encountered um, as when you become a food manufacturer and you start to really look at the availability of the products that are out there. Um, so food, we, call, we see it on a package as naturally flavored or natural flavors. Um, and we just assume that it's natural and it's healthy and there must be something good about it. But um, when you actually dive into the regulation and you dive into the the companies they are very chemically laden um, processes that they that those chemicals are actually made of so we're the first company um, to have snack products at this tasting caliber to have zero natural flavors so our our products are 
flavored from the actual fruits and vegetables that are in there. Um, and natural flavors is the number four most common ingredient on a label. So there's fat, sugar, um, there's fat, sugar, and salt, and then there's natural flavors. And so um, to kind of give you an idea of the food that we're eating, it usually isn't, the flavor isn't coming from the actual ingredients anymore. It's really coming from all those enhancements that make it taste like that. But the bulk of it is really the processed wheat, the sugar, and the corn. Um, and so our ingredients, you can actually taste blueberry, and it's because there's blueberry in there. We don't add any blueberries, natural enhancement or flavors. Um, and so that's something that we're really you know, making a stand on too, because it's, um, to give you an idea from a legal perspective, these companies that make and manufacture food additives and food flavorings, they don't have to tell you what they use to make it or where the source is, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, um, so, is. and the, the statute says it can be derived from any plant or animal origin which if you know anything about manipulating, um, that can come from anything. And they can use hundreds of chemicals to extract and manipulate and get that certain chemical compound that they want that maybe tastes like vanilla or tastes like blueberry, um, but it has nothing to do with the blueberry. And blueberry was never involved in the process, which is pretty yeah. scary. Um, and so I think my background as an attorney um, really helped open my eyes to seeing, oh my goodness, you know, what we're adding to food, um, it's not what people think it is. So when you see naturally flavored, um, try to avoid those products, even though I, I know it's hard to because they're in every product, the number fourth ingredient, you know, across the board. But just be aware of, um, that's another benefit of eating raw fruits and vegetables is that they're never going to have any of those additives. They're never going to have natural flavors or coloring. When you eat a big salad, you eat, you know, a big bowl of fruit, um, or nuts or seeds, like what's in it is nature's perfect equation. We haven't adulterated it. We haven't added any extractions or manipulations to it or chemicals. Um, and so that's the other benefit of just swapping out, you know, uh, maybe a bad snack that we're used to, swapping it out for a big bowl of fruits and vegetables because you at least know that there wasn't any, you know, there wasn't any chemical manipulation involved and you're just eating nature, which is amazing. So it's another reason to, to eat raw fruits and vegetables. Yeah, thank you for sharing that because we don't yeah. we don't realize that. We see the word natural or, or mm. healthy or whatever, all the terms out there. And you're thinking, oh, this yes. is fine. And there's so much that goes behind the scenes that we don't know about what's going in our right. food. So it's good to bring mm -hmm. to bring some light to that. So you won't yeah, find absolutely. any of that in Sharon's food. <laughs> you won't find any of that. Yeah, so you will literally just find fruits and vegetables. Um, and things that we use to flavor um, to maybe heighten is we use citrus. Citrus is a big one. So lemon, um, orange, lime. Um, I think we forget how amazing nature tastes. Like when you actually taste some of the fruits that are that we have, um, oh my God, they're amazing. <laughs> so yeah. we use just natural fruits to, to make it taste delicious. Um, and so that's something that is a little bit more expensive from a food manufacturing standpoint, but if we don't start that process, it's going to get cheaper and cheaper and cheaper because people are going to start demanding products that have real fruits and vegetables in them. Mm -hmm. um, and so while we're kind of paving this path as a food manufacturer, um, we're doing it to help customers realize, oh my goodness, I didn't even know that they were, you know, that all these additives into our food, I didn't realize that the regulation on them is not that great. And so now I'm going to demand better food and then other food manufacturers 
we'll start using real, real whole foods again, which is really our goal is to try to start that conversation. Um, because we love everybody. <laughs> we want everybody to feel really good. Um, and you can attest to this when you feel good. Um, every your day is completely different and most people start their day not feeling good. Um, and so it's, a, it's our most, one of our health is our most basic, you know, um, function in life. And if we don't feel good, you know, we, we don't feel like we could be our best that day. And, and so it, it really all comes together in, in, in a package of just trying to, you know, love ourselves through our food. I always tell people, I'm like, we make food products, but we really, you know, we really help people see the self-love in, in their dietary choices. And that's really what, um, what I say we do. So, yeah. so there's little cute affirmations on all of our yeah. packages because that's just, that's just like what we, it's what we do awesome. um, because to help, yeah, to help remind people like this choice to eat, which is like you were, you mentioned before the, the habitual patterns, like mm-hmm. let's make this one decision right now to eat for health and to eat for self-love and to eat for, you know, protection of my DNA and all of those amazing epigenetic factors that we really want to enhance. Um, and then we're human. And once in a while, you know, we, we can just indulge and eat something that maybe isn't the best for us, but we know that that scale, like that, it's all about balance. That scale is that we're conscious of the scale. Um, and so, you know, eating raw vegan, for example, like I'm not, complete, I'm not 100% raw vegan by any means, but I'm conscious of the scale. And I, and I, like to know on a daily basis that at least, you know, for me, I like it to be around 60, 70% of my diet is just raw fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds and, and beans. And, um, and some days I'm 50, 50, some days I'm not, but it's that, it's that awareness that, um, which is what I know you work so hard to do is to help people because sometimes we're just not aware of what we're eating. Um, right. that and awareness just kind of be and, a mirror. Yeah. That awareness mm-hmm. and knowing that you have control over your health outcomes. Right. It's not just because you have some chronic disease in your family, let's say diabetes, for instance, because that's such a popular one, just because you have diabetes in in, in your family, and I would be doing like hand quotes right now if people could see me, but you know, what's really running in the family is that science is showing us that it's not necessarily the genes that are taking control, it's your diet and lifestyle habits that are taking control. And it's estimated that only 5% or even less is genetics and what's determining your health outcomes. So we're holding majority of the power and you just have to feel empowered enough to make that decision that you're going to take control of your own life and your own health. Yeah. And that's, that's so important because I think that because we get so much pleasure from food, like a mesh emotional and social pleasures from food that we also, sometimes we feel that we we don't have that power and that, but it's really, like you said, it's a mindset. It's like, you know, I just, it was, a, I don't even know what day it really clicked for me, but there was just like a day where I consciously just like sat there and I was like, I don't feel good. And I didn't feel good. And that didn't make me feel good. I wasn't able to, you know, sit in class and like, I wasn't present with myself. And, and so I was like, I know that I have the ability to change that. And I think that little switch, that, that decision to be like, okay, I'm not perfect. I'm not expected to be perfect, but I, I do have control over my health and I do want to feel proud of what I do, you know, to, for myself every day. Like I do want to love myself and I, and I want to use food as a tool to love myself. And then sometimes I want to use it as, you know, for luxury and that's okay. But it's, 
it's knowing that you do have the power to do that. And you can never correct any mal deficiency from the day before of nutrient deficiency. But what you can do is you have every single day and the next day to make decisions. And so when it comes to food and taking control, it's never too late to start, you know, really looking at food as a tool. It's never too late to, to do these self-loving acts um, because they add up and they add up fast. And we know through just the plant-based, you know, research that's out there now and, and everything that's, and, and, and people that are just experiencing this every day, it's not just antidotes, it's, it's all of us. We all feel better when we eat fruits and vegetables. And um, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, such an easy tool that we could do to empower ourselves. Um, and so any way, any way that, you know, I always say I like to be a mirror um, and what you do and when you walk around, people see that you look so healthy and that you, you emanate that health. People ask you what you do and you say, I just eat whole fruits and vegetables. And that's really it. It's such a simple act of power. You know, it's, there's nothing crazy. There's no expensive, um, you know, beauty tablets or anything like that. It's so simple to be able to, to do this. And um, yeah, so. Oh my gosh, it's so it can go so deep when you really. I know, I know. (laughs) No, it totally can. There's just so much Mm -hmm. to it, as as we've been saying. But well, I I'm so excited about what you're doing, Sharon. It's just it's wonderful, Mm -hmm. and I want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. This was amazing, and it was just such a different topic. It's just different. You hear a lot of stuff about like heart disease and like the actual Mm -hmm. like how to do the plant based thing, and just like this was just such a different conversation so um, yeah yeah I'm just so happy to have you here but if you could tell us your website one more time because I want Mm -hmm. people to be able to go on and just stay tuned with what you're doing and all your new products yes so it is foodnerdinc.com if you just google food nerd we're usually the first that pops up so just type in food nerd um and on our site you can check out the products you can test out you can look at things that we're testing out um and get to know a little bit more about the team and like you know we talk about why we're doing this um we have um, amazing, we have a lot of moms on our team. Um, and I feel that moms are really the, the, they're the group of people that cause the most change um, of any consumer base. Like, I love moms and that's why we have so many moms on our team because they're like, okay, no, I, I, I know what I want. I know what my kids like and we gotta be able to figure this out. So, you know, if you're a mom in particular and you have any questions or feedback or you wanna, you know, you wanna us to help you know, try to create a product that will replace something that your kids very much love. Um, that's what we do. So on our website, you can kind of see um, what we're up to and why we're doing this. Um, and yeah, reach out if, if anybody has any questions, but we're definitely, we're here to make, I always say we're here to help reverse um, any damage that processed foods has have done. Um, and so we're a food manufacturer. We don't look like a food manufacturer, <laughs> um, yeah. clearly. You yeah. can tell, like, we don't look like a food manufacturer, yeah. but we are, and we're just trying to help, you know, um, help foster the plant-based movement in a way that um, is like the processed foods that we're used to. So we're here, and if anybody has any um, feedback or anything they want to ask, um, please reach out because that's why we're here. We love it. That's awesome. You could totally tell. Well, I want to thank you again, Sharon. And I want to thank everyone so, so much for listening. And if you want to learn more about Sharon, I will have a full description about her in the episode description or a full bio. I said that backwards in the episode description along with her website. So if you forget it, you can just go back. 
click on it and that'll be that. So thanks again and we'll see you soon. Awesome. Thank you so much.